El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he used to be one of the funniest comics in Los Angeles, and then he stopped doing comedy for a while. But that all changes tonight, Wednesday, September 6th, at the Alex Theater in Glendale. And he's making his return to comedy, goddammit. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Sell, also joining me. She does so much stuff for the Unpops podcast, and you have no damn idea. She's also co-host of a podcast called Propaganda. And if you listen to the episode, you can hear her tell you where to hear that. Ladies and gentlemen, Samantha Clark. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I feel welcome. Do you? I, no. Why? I don't. I, I try not to make you feel welcome. I feel very unwelcome. Why is that? Because I got a big mug of water here. We're ordering Unpops coffee mugs for the mystery box. Shh. And for in the, in the studio, so it'll look like a real talk show when we're live streaming. People Just, have mugs that... That will run out of water quickly. <laughs> yeah. Might be water. Might be... Well, how do you know we won't have a water guy? We should have a water guy. We should. Someone who comes in and fills the water. We should get a water guy. Andy, what are you doing all of the time? I was just about to ask <laughs> how much you're going to pay for that. Oh, oh that's, nothing. That's an internship. Free water. Yeah. Oh, perfect. I already worked for Postmates, so it's, that's perfect. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Bottomless water. Hey, let's introduce our guests. Andy Sell, you're here. Hi, I'm here. Tell the people you've been on. Yeah, Have you been on the regular... You I don't have not think been so. on I've the been on Listcast main? and Fightcast, but I've yeah. not been on the main. This is my first time on on uh, Law and Order Classic main cast. Yeah. yeah, I've done C. I've done SVU and Criminal Intent, and now I'm in the now I'm on the main show. I'm on CSI Cyber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that show still on? No, no, of course. Yeah, not. it's like way to teach our grandparents how to hack. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it's just a bunch of people in nursing homes doxing everybody. <laughs> We're all in the same place. Stop it. <laughs> Samantha Clark, you're here, too. I am here. You're on Skype, though. I am. But we're still... I am the lesser guest. Don't ruin it. I would have wished the um, fans would have thought that that's what she sounded like in <laughs> studio on mic. <laughs> that would have been... She talks through a tomato sauce can the whole time. <laughs> we should... Yeah, that, that would have been funny. But I fucked it up. I'm sorry. And I can't... Go back and edit it. There's nothing I can do now. You're a bad person. <laughs> Samantha, you are a writer. You built our website. Tell the people things about you. Uh, yeah, I'm a writer. I fancy myself a funny writer. I am also on a, um, a Marxist podcast uh, on top of being uh, in the background on this one. Very yeah. nice. Oh, so you get you get in front of the camera and behind the camera. Podcast, exactly. Jeff. Is in the camera, there. What? What is it's, a podcast? Microphones. Those are microphones <laughs> that the, we the use. The thing in front of your face right now. These are cameras. Uh, Mouth yeah. cameras. Perfect. They're, they're throat cameras. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish we were live streaming. Jeff's eating the microphone right now. I, li I licked my cat today. I've done that a time Just or to two. make her feel good. Yeah. I was like, I clean. Give it that. back. And you know you what know? I did? I put my, uh, I put my like hand near. Her and she started cleaning my hand. Yeah. I was like, this works. And then I've had hair in my mouth the whole time. I yeah, that's it. that'll happen. It's totally worth it. I had a thing with my cat, Good Kitty Dio, where uh, we would do heads. Uh, sometimes when I was, or every time I was sitting at my desk working, she would jump and sit on the desk and just stare at me lovingly mm. because she was the best. <laughs> And uh, every once in a while, just to for that to pay off for her, I would go heads, and she would put her head down, and I put my head down, and we would rub heads. <gasps> and it was the cutest thing. I like that. I, my cat Jeff would, I'd be like heads, and then she'd shred the side of my yeah. She would <laughs> cut your. She's a good. She makes. She's really good at sounds now. She chirps, 
And when she jumps to the ground, she makes a sound like you dropped like some kind <gasps> of like one of those squeaky balls or something. My cat does that too. Oh my god, what? Totes. I was talking. And she just kisses too. Like oh kisses. And then she gives me kisses. Oh no. Oh wow. Ours is not that. Yeah. She's my cat played well, my fetch. Oh, same. Raquel <laughs> refers to our cats as scratch and dent. She's just like, we got we got the floor models. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're not great, but they're good. You know? <laughs> they're good. I'm just finally building a rapport with my girlfriend's cat. Like she's just now starting to to come around to me. So Ooh, I don't have I'm I'm just envious of everybody else right now. You should cradle um, that cat. That it she doesn't like to be held. She that until cat, she likes it. Okay, that's not how consent works. Cats. That's. I don't think that's. Uh, that's maybe a little too progressive. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, might be, you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, you might be right. So Jeff, how have you been? Things are great, Adam. Actually, really, yeah. I want to hear all about that. Well, Will you I tell me a, about it? I had a really good day at the gym. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. CrossFit. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. Cardio and weights. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Made some good tweets. That's why we call this segment This Week and Me. It's going to get really intense. As Samantha can see, I do play this on guitar myself each episode. New guitar each episode, too. That seems a little aggressive. That's, you know. That's where all the subscription I have a coming. series of Kickstarters that people don't know about. I'm just glad that you, you brought out the flying V for the time I was here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the wind machine. Yeah, like it's a that. spectacle. It's a spectacle. We have first-time guests. So what are we talking about today? Antifa. Antifa. I, yes, that is how you pronounce it. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> did you see that? That Josh Androsky asked someone to do that, and they did it. They set that song to Trump's speech. So then it went, it did the, oh, the did they? It played the song. Oh, nice. And at the end, <laughs> it goes, Antifa. Because uh, that's what Trump said. Uh, it's the best. I like it's that. It's the best. I like I like when people take things that are uh, like happened in the real world on videos and then they put them into songs. It's great. I don't like that. Like <laughs> I still will stand by and I can't find the video. It must have gotten taken down. But where it's Robert Plant doing the oh 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 oh. But when the grape stomping lady when she fell down, <laughs> <laughs> and so it was her voice being like ow 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 ow. It was like to the whole song. When Richard Spencer got punched and that video came out, I asked, I was asking people to put the uh, the Law and Order dun dun sound effect <laughs> oh, for nice. when he got hit, and uh, and someone someone came through for me. And it was I I like the in the air tonight version oh, God, of that. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the video where the old racist grandpa beats up the secretly old, also racist black guy on the bus? Do you remember that? Where like there was like the oh yeah thing, yeah, and the guys like call the amber lamps, and then somebody <laughs> did somebody did Black Betty, and it was like oh Black Betty amber lamps, whoa Black Betty amber, so good. Oh, we have fun here there talking about <laughs> internet memes. What are we like? That's actually going to be this whole hour. We're just going to talk memes, just talking memes. No, nice we're talking. Memes. We're talking about Antifa. What? Understanding. Antifa, which seems like an important thing right now. Oh, yeah. There is, and I fucking knew this would happen, that it would, like, at some point, Trump and a lot of people either on Trump's side or people who just don't think about shit that much would start equating these two sides as just different sides of the same coin, just uh, Mm -hmm. radical elements on the left and the right who both want to subvert our government through violence and that's what they're doing and Mm -hmm. it uh seems well-meaning centrists echoing the talking points of right-wing shitheads pretty much yeah it happens like every 10 years yeah and it it seems like a good time to uh do an episode and just talk about the the difference between uh because some of the art like even articles coming from publications you wouldn't expect like the that are more Left-leaning, like the Washington Post article that was in Uh, the notes. Samantha did notes for this episode. It should be pointed out. Thank you. Thank you for doing the notes. Sorry. It should be pointed out that that WAPO op-ed was written by a former W and Rumsfeld speechwriter who writes for uh, conservative rags all the time. So Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard to, to when when an editorial is published, that doesn't mean it's endorsed by the newspaper. It's just the editorial. Yeah, I mean that's right. That's, yeah. To be fair, I mean, so many people call sucks. it like yes, but but like here's the thing. <laughs> Shout out to my friend Dave Weigel who writes for the Washington Post. We also have to stop though, like that's on the top of it, like referring to editorials as articles. Mm-hmm. Because they're not like that's yeah it's an editorial it's not the news yeah. it's an it's an it's literally an op ed it's an opinion yeah. editorial yeah and like that's yeah. a thing that people already like can you believe this is happening in the news it's like no that's yeah. just what a guy although you know there is still what was the other article that that I saw going around a lot before that that op ed was uh, I can't even remember but it was like you know a major U S city daily paper publication that did like a Hartford Current. Uh, you know, violent Antifa activists attack peaceful right-wing protesters. And it, it was actually an article, but it was just, you know, heavily biased and full of right. shit. I so, mean, but well, I was going to say, there are people that fall under the umbrella that are violent and Antifa at the same time. But it's yeah. the umbrella that's being thrown among all people that recognize that. I mean, that's kind of the yeah. point. That's what, Samantha, you were, you were kind of like. It giving us enough information through the notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Samantha, mm-hmm. T- so what is Antifa? So Antifa, it, it comes from um, 19, 1930s and 40s organizing in Germany to begin with. And it's um, it basically just means anti-fascist. It's more an orientation than it is a group. And it's specifically a negative orientation. Their, their platform is only being against something else. There are anti-fascist organizations, but they're not like all connected. It's not one organization. Right. So Antifa is just short for someone who's anti-fascist. Right. Which I thought that was actually kind of like right away when that started, that word started to take off recently. And I'm just like, doesn't that just mean you're against fascism? Yeah, yeah. I'm that. I'm yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. that. Yeah. Well, I always thought, too, that the, I mean, I don't know where the, sh- the, the abbreviation of it comes from. You know, specifically historically, but to me, it was always it was always like okay, it's the first five letters of anti-fascist, which in Europe, you know, you have anti-fasciste, anti-fascista, anti-fascistish, or whatever. Like, <laughs> so it's like those first five letters are the same in all the languages. Well, it's like taxi. So it's like a hey, this is everybody's struggle. Is. That's how I always kind of read the the short the the shorthand of that. Oh, you went really deep into that. Hey, yeah. man, I write poetry sometimes, you know? <laughs> like it's like an everyday struggle for all of the groups. It's universal. It's like, well, it wow, was, that is deep. Yeah, it was part... I mean, this, the, there were anti-fascist movements in several you know, countries going at the same time. So what's your favorite, Samantha? My favorite... <laughs> <laughs> My favorite anti-fascist? Yep. Yeah. Top five. Go. Top five. Go. Top Let's cast. Five. You have 35 seconds. <laughs> uh... <clears throat> Well, we're just joking. You don't have to do that. <laughs> my mom, my dad, my cat. Right now. <laughs> I think my dad might be profa. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. My dad voted wrong as fuck, and he's standing by it. Uh, all our dads did. It's a thing. It's my so dad shitty. didn't. My dad didn't because he died like an idiot oh, when I was 17. We're like, died. Dad. <laughs> <Didn't>. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I gave you the cunt dinger for that. Yeah, at my grandfather's funeral, my... Uh, <laughs> hold on, this is important. My little brother said, build that wall, and I said, that's racist, and don't say that. Did he say that at the funeral? Like He was kind of like, it was a side look. My family doesn't handle that Was it build the, well. the wall around the casket? <laughs> yeah, yeah, was it like after the prayer? It was just people... Everyone else covered. says amen, and he's like, build that wall. He was look. afraid your dad was... He was afraid that your grandfather was going to come back as a white walker, I think. Look, I'm going I'm to be 100% honest. My, here's how my family views death. They're like, let's have this at a church, but not give a fuck about any of this process whatsoever. Like, there's like... You know, there's like a chaplain there. You know, my grandfather's in the Navy. They're like, let's talk about him. He's with Christ now. And everyone's like, ah, we don't believe in that. That's fine. <laughs> like, do the Christ thing, but we're not buying it. And so, yeah, my family just kind of like, while they're at these events, it's more like they're just catching up. And that's yeah. like the only time I've yeah. really talked to my dad since the election. When my, I had an uncle die a few years ago and I went out to Iowa <laughs> for his funeral. And it's to, funny. It's, it's always good. funny, right? It's good. I went out to Iowa. Andy's <laughs> uncle died. Fucking roasted. <laughs> I went out to Iowa for his funeral, and there was family there I hadn't seen in 20 years. And one of these guys I hadn't seen in 20 years comes up to me and goes, Hey, where are you, where are you at now? Where are you living? And I was like, uh, Los Angeles, California. And he goes, uh, California. How can you stand all those goddamn liberals? And I was like, um, 
first off, I kind of am one. Also, Should've we haven't with that. talked to each other in 20 years. We're at my uncle's funeral. This is the first thing you have to say to me. <laughs> You're like, you know what's great about them? They're not gross jerks. <laughs> you gross jerk. I'm not going to yeah. see you again before you die. That's my favorite part of this. There is that. So let's let's talk about the difference between Antifa and Black Block okay. protesters. Andy, do you want to take this? Look, man. Because <laughs> it's a very important distinction. Yeah. So Black Block is a tactic. Uh, it's, it's also used as a descriptor a lot of times for a certain branch of anarchism, usually, of anarchist uh, direct action organizations um, or anti-capitalist. Or, uh, you know, whatever brand of socialist. Mr. Robot? Um, sh- sure. I've only seen the 80s sitcom parody episode, though. So I don't, I don't know if the rest of the episodes get into black block at all. Samantha, you look like you disagree. Oh, this is fun that I can see you. Now I, I can. I, I do a little bit disagree. I think that I think that you're still generalizing quite a bit, Andy. I oh. would say that black. The first thing you said, black block is a tactic, is something I would agree with. But I wouldn't say that there's like it's like certain kinds of socialists or anarchists. I well, think that that's a really common misconception, actually. That well, it's like the only time I've ever okay. Well. Where would you disagree with the saying that it's that it's typically uh, and, and I'm saying this as an ideological anarchist. So yeah. to, by saying that it's typically anarchists, I mean it's a tactic that that is where, where's the I mean it's usually employed by anti-capitalist groups, correct? Or or am I wrong? There? Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think that you said it in a way that made me think you. Oh, okay. Yeah, most most so, people who employ black block are on the far left. Usually, yeah, usually anarchists. Um, and some kind of anti-capitalist. Those guys um, are cool. But I would still say it's not like it's not like oh, it's like a certain kind of socialist. It's like or a certain kind of anarchist or whatever. It's like it's a tactic yeah, that no, can yeah. be employed by by pretty much anybody. But yeah, usually by people on the left. Yeah, I didn't I, mean to suggest it was an affiliation. <laughs> you offended her. <laughs> you fucking jerk. Yeah, you really offended wow. Samantha. How and, dare you? Uh, I'll leave. Feminism card rescinded. I'll leave, now. I'll leave now. To mansplain the black block to a woman who's on a Marxist <laughs> podcast. I'll leave now. I'll leave now. Oh, this is fun. We like to have a good time here. We sure I'm like do. terrified of cutting her off because you Adam warned us that because of Skype, whatever we say like overrides her. And I'm like, well, if that's not the technological equivalent of mansplaining, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's something weird. It was happening on the Aphrodite Jones episode, which so much was happening on that episode Jeez. because uh, we're sorry. It sounded like garbage. We didn't realize we were all recording through one microphone. Yeah, in a toilet. Yeah, it sounded really bad. And we had a Skype guest. And uh, yeah, I know, but I've noticed it on Skype when someone's talking on Skype, when we cut in it, like from the recording cuts them out and it's, yeah, you got no power on us, Sam. You've got no power. If you have to be careful, it's just like affirmative action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's about, look, that's true. We, we, we now recognize that we have this privilege and the key is to be responsible with it. (laughs) Nope. Sorry. Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Samantha, you're the puppet. Look, I, I'm just going to apologize right now. So, <laughs> you this is such a lighthearted episode for such a serious topic. <laughs> kind of has to be, though. Yeah. Because yeah. what you're really coming down to with, with Antifa and the way it's going is that the right is literally viewing Antifa as as fascists. Well, that's yeah. they're not, calling them racist. That's not just that's not the problem. Is it's not just, just the right. Yeah, the, the problem right. is it's right, yeah. it's liberals and self-proclaimed progressives and centrists now throwing in with that idea. And it's it's also people who just don't identify with any of that yeah. and who are just like I'm like getting, the fence sitters who, mm-hmm. who, oh, yeah. who like they they probably don't re- they don't identify with the alt right and you know they're like one side, but then when Trump and Fox News and all these outlets can start throwing words like socialist and communist around, it doesn't really matter the context to those people because they're just hearing nationalist on this side, socialist on this side, and they're like, what the fuck? Well, I don't like any of those words. That's all I need to know. And it's anytime violence is employed in any way, you're going to get people, and they tend to be centrists that are going to be like, whoa, 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 hey, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. What are you, some kind of Nazi or something? Oh. Well, yeah. It also comes, I think, from this 
you know, sort of privileged and xenophobic perspective of, well, that stuff doesn't happen here. The riots and unrest happens in the other countries where they don't have a president. Like, it's that bullshit, too, right? I think. Mm-hmm. It- yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of that. I, I do wonder sometimes if there's a little bit of denial on the left when it comes to Nazis and the alt-right in the sense that a lot of the talk is still, we need to stop this from spreading when it's spread. Like, it's in the White House now. <laughs> like, what? Like I get that. Like, I get the point of counter-protests. I get the point of showing up and, like, yes, Nazis technically have a right to talk, but they don't have a right to be heard. Like, yeah. like you can show up and make sure no one acknowledges anything they're saying and you know as far as violence like it's it's ideal if the violence doesn't start on the left but i feel like if there's violence at all it's gonna get blamed on the left i I always wondered Mm -hmm. about always fighting words for example like when you talk about freedom of speech and you talk about fighting words and that was a legal precedent now granted that's not a recent legal precedent but it still has been there (laughs) right like you know that right like you know about yeah, that. No, right? I just I but just, like so but like I just suddenly got a picture in my head of somebody at a bar being like them's fighting words and someone else going, Well actually that hasn't that statute hasn't been in effect for quite some time now. Actually in the case of Milliken versus the state of South Dakota I will ride. Shut up, them fighting words, bitch. I'll ride hard with fighting words, man. <laughs> but like you, you would f- like 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 pro white supremacist rhetoric is it's violent. It's period. organized fighting words. Yeah, it's violent. Period. Well, one of the comparisons I had I had a Twitter exchange with my former boss yesterday because he uh, he posted this thing about how uh, basically saying Nazis, this is America, so Nazis. Uh, have a right to talk. They have a right to uh, protest. And if uh, you, you're you violent toward them, then you're being just as bad as anyone else. And he made this point where he said, uh, if there was a, a terrorist attack, I wouldn't want people out attacking radical Muslims uh, at will because I don't trust them to know the difference. And then at the end, <laughs> no, okay, let, let, let me let me finish. Oh at the God. end, he says, "Well, it's the same with Nazis." And and my reply was, "No, not it's even close. Absolutely not the same thing with Nazis. It's <laughs> let me. I, I want to pull up the fucking. I'm reading this. Are right you reading now. it? Yeah. yeah. Hold I, I also because Adam, you're very smart. Why I see. I've I've gotten to the point now where I've been I've been engaging online so much with this now that I've lost all patience. And literally the other day, somebody posted a political cartoon that was uh, the devil. It's a real real fun cartoon, and it was the devil looking at his closet, and he was and it was a KKK robe and hood, and then a black jacket that said Antifa on it next to it, and the devil was looking at them both, going, "Which one do I put on today?" And I couldn't i just wrote yeah. nah though on there and that was all i could get that? i was like i i won't tell you who it's i i don't want to name names what are you a coward <laughs> you come on here to not be but, a, we'll bl- we'll blank it out we'll beep it out basically <laughs> <laughs> so basically what what at the at the end of his twitter thread you know he basically said well it's the same thing with nazis his last tweet says only a truly dishonest awful person would try to claim that makes me pro-terrorism or soft on terrorism. Well, it's the same with Nazis. And I replied and said, I will take oh, that bait. That's because a shame. It I is, liked his books. It is not the same with Nazis. And no, what he's saying doesn't make him soft on terrorism. But what he is saying is that if, say, a percentage of Muslim Americans decided at one point, you know what? ISIS is a good idea. And we are going to organize and assemble and take to the streets as ISIS. But listen, it's just for good stuff. We're not the bad <laughs> ISIS. We're the good ISIS that wants good things. He would, he we're would ISIS support because that. because we're economically concerned. Like, by his reasoning, he would support that right up to the point where that becomes terrorism. Once they commit an act of terror, then it's a problem. And it cannot work that way. We know 
how the Nazi story ends. We don't oh, yeah. have to fucking hear them out. No. Like, we uh, know what the end game yeah, is here. I, 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 they that, just fucking killed somebody yeah, in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to mention, yeah, not to mention all the other white supremacist violence that's been going on in this country they time should. after time after time that, like, we're just completely ignoring as part of the problem. I'd like to say they mm-hmm. should not do that. <laughs> no record, Adam. I still that's like a bold tweet. stance, Jeff. There was a tweet. I still like the tweet that was like, I don't know. I kind of feel like we heard all the Nazi arguments a long time ago and then executed them for their crimes. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's why we try. I, I, Go ahead. I was going to say I have an opinion about free speech, too. Let's hear is, it. Ready? Okay. So my opinion <laughs> my opinion is that it's it's like there's there's a legal precedent, yeah, for like fighting words not being free speech. And then on top of that, like what I would advocate for is not necessarily like that the state should shut down their speech, but that, that, that we should. And that like... A counter-protest well, we is can. not shutting down their free speech. That's like our free speech, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. That's fighting yeah. free speech with free speech. Yeah. That's the... Right. That's the uh, I'm not advocating way. for the state because next thing you know, they'll do it to us. Like, they'll do it to our side next. Like, yeah. I don't want that precedent being set. Mm-hmm. But we absolutely have the right to go out there and outnumber them and shut them the fuck down. That's what I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I love how they're using free speech as their code now. Well, that's how <laughs> they've always used their code. That's how really? the Is that what they did always... with the Holocaust? Yeah. Yeah, they I were mean, like free no, speech. Like, yeah, there were uh, when if you read about the battle at Cable Street, man, like the stuff the fascists were shouting was eerily similar to what they're shouting now in in England. Like it was, it was, it was free speech. That's what they were. That's what they were. That's what that was their platform. That's what that's what bothers me when because I make a lot of Trump Hitler comparisons, and you? I know surprising, <laughs> right? And it bothers me so much when. The only argument ever is mm, Trump hasn't killed a million Jews yet. Sorry, six million. Trump hasn't killed millions of Jews yet. Barely. <laughs> and if, if even. And it's like that is not how it works. You don't wait till that happens. Like we tried we tried the Nazis very, very publicly, so we would have a documented record of how this shit happened and how we avoid it in the future. Like it's it's not a wait and see kind of situation. Yeah, no, no. Like I don't care if fucking aliens come down and stop the fucking Nazis, but someone has to stop the goddamn Nazis. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it would be kind of dope if aliens did it. What it would be great. And like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nazis, like that's the kind of thing that should unite us. Like <laughs> Nazis are right below violent aliens showing up and we're like, all right, fuck our differences. Yeah. This is the problem. Now yeah. we had to it's, stop it's, making them bad guys in movies. Cause it was overdone. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's like if at the end of Watchmen, Ozymandias, instead of making a giant squid to unite uh, earth against the alien threat had made it a Nazi, uh, there would be people like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Although that being said, a whole thread of that, thing was about comedian being a fascist and supporting yeah, the fascist well, yeah, government yeah. and <laughs> the fascism of of nixon's presidency being pushed look i was just going control. for the one oh did you not want me to the one component oh. replacement there that's all i was going for i don't know why do you want to get into the lord of the rings and how the purging of the shire <laughs> is actually about kicking fascists out of uh okay nope um let's talk I, about Oh, I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear more. I wanted actually to defer the black block thing to Samantha now. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we were still on that. What do you even want me to say about it? Well, you. you I, I. Do you like it? <laughs> um, I think it's a tactic, not a principle, and the problem is elevating it to a principle. So if you if you go in swinging every time. Um, that's just a bad idea because sometimes it's yeah. not the right tactic. It's the same as any tactic. You're not going to always go in marching and shouting either. Like there's, you have to take, you have to take stock of the material conditions of the moment and of your town and of what's happening and then come up with the right tactic in the moment. So that's like, that's how I see it. Um, and, and I think that that's like, but the, what that does is it takes the moralism out of it too. It's not that I like or dislike it. It's like, so there will be situations where black block is the right method the way it was when it was founded so yeah. absolutely yeah. I, I completely agree I, I completely agree i just i we didn't cover what it was for people yeah. who might not know and i, oh. I 
I think my, I mean, I have a lot of concerns with it, but my biggest concern is that combining the two puts a really scary face on something that doesn't really have a face. Well, like it, it, it kind of makes like it gives those same people who don't think about these things that much something scary to look at. So yeah. it really doesn't matter if the two are related. They're going to relate the two when it's written about yeah. just because it makes for a better story. And well, that's how sad it's easier to boil yeah, it and, down that way. too. Yeah. And, and corporate on pro capitalist press is always going to characterize a protest by the presence of black block. Like it's always like that's, that's always what they do. And the thing is that the, the people have this, this idea of, you know, they conflate Antifa with black block and they conflate black block with all anti-capitalist or even anarchist protest groups, which is, uh, you know, a mistake. But then when they do that, uh, they 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 make they put this aggressive villainous face on it, and they make it this this completely alienating, unrelatable thing to middle class, comfortable Americans. And then when they do that, it's like, here's the thing: if these people, if these if these anarchists and and anti capitalist direct action groups are so aggressive and so hostile and so and so prone to violence as the media is painting them, um, newsflash. Socialist, anti-capitalist, and anarchist groups are present at nearly every major protest. And mm-hmm. if they were these people that you think they are, how come every protest doesn't end in a fucking bloodbath then? Right. You know what I mean? Like, they're not the people that they're being painted to be. Do, do you think now that the the federal government is going to start trying to do what Nixon did during the Vietnam uh, rallies and protests where they would try to get people to sort of, like, the government literally to sort of push people to violence undercover. Are you talking about agent provocateurs and, yeah. and Cointelpro? They, they already do it. Yeah, <laughs> They 100% already do it. Yeah, I think that's... Like, you have to assume there's so many awful things we've learned, like legitimate things we've learned about the government as it relates to protesters and groups that they mistrust for whatever reason, be it the Black... Especially the Black Panthers. Like, we know oh how the government deals with groups like this and i feel like a lot of people it would benefit a lot of people to look into the black panthers and how oh, the yeah. government portrayed them versus what, what they, they actually, actually were the yeah. documentary the pbs documentary, the pbs documentary so about the black panthers is fantastic and I it's, it's on called panther yeah and it's on netflix net and dot com gov dot Dot, dot .xxx is mine. <laughs> yeah. Dot .ca. I do Canadian I do Netflix. Netflix mine doesn't even have a dot. Yeah, I just have Netflix 666. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then because of things like that, because of infiltration and 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 uh, you know, Cointel Pro type tactics, uh, people will talk about the masks. That's a thing I see a lot. I see yeah. a lot of I see a lot of well-meaning centrists and libs going I don't know about the masks though. The masks are look if you if you if you got nothing to hide, you know you wouldn't wear the masks. Which is one, fuck you don't ever read a Spider Man comic. And two, <laughs> and two surveillance man, it's a thing. It's been a thing for a long time. Like Mister Robot, yeah. You need the- I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the uh, I've I've written a few things over the past couple of years about Canada uh, and how people hold Canada up as this like liberal bastion of progressiveness when no it's not it's, no it's like small it's it's just uh i don't know less, listen to some propaganda man you know less <laughs> aggressive america but at one point in canada i don't know if it's a federal thing or if it was just one province but they made wearing masks during protest illegal like oh which and it was when it passed there were a lot of people who made that same argument which was if you're not if you don't have anything to hide why why do you have to wear a mask and what we're seeing with Trump now like the reason he went after those website visitors uh to the uh the anti-Trump website mm-hmm. is because they were present at protests that turned violent and he wants to prosecute those people and that's why when you're at something like that hey market man all over again it's mm-hmm. it's important to like you 
maybe don't want to give up your identity. You need to keep your face covered. That's why when I see people live streaming at shit like that, I'm like, don't. <laughs> don't. That's on the internet now. And if anything bad happens, everyone in the background of your video is fucked if someone identifies them. Yep. Just yeah. that we get that it's happening. Let the fucking news people cover it. There was the there was a um uh, a journalist in in Berkeley who who after the last Berkeley protest uh, he was talking he was trying to explain that to other journalists and that some of the reason that maybe some of these journalists were characterizing uh, uh, Antifa protesters and and specifically masked ones uh, or actually I guess even unmasked ones but that uh, the reason they were being characterized by uh, negatively by the press is that you know they were like hey. I'm going to break your fucking camera if you take a picture of me yeah. because of that. Because it's like, hey, yeah, you have, you're a journalist. You have a right to report on a story. But also, like, there are people here. Right. And, and, mm-hmm. and putting their picture out is going to have consequences. And if they don't want you to take their picture, don't take their picture. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's another, there's another danger to this that's related, too, which is um, that if, if they're classifying, if the government's now classifying Antifa as a generality, as domestic terrorists, then that means that this particular kind of targeting by the government is more dangerous because you don't have to be to like officially belong to any kind of group. You just have to like be someone that the government can label Antifa. I think they did something similar um, during Occupy. There were Mm -hmm. people who just vanished because the government was chasing them down, trying to pin them to some kind of terrorist label that, that they couldn't even like. Ah, they probably just went to Burning Man. Oh, get it? Because, you know. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Because the drum circles or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, boom, boom. Yeah, no, that, it didn't have a negative impact on the movement at all. Yeah, no, that was exactly Agreed to disagree. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny, though, is... I've when, heard Jeff talk about this, and I don't want him to get heated. Uh, <laughs> back, back when I was... Uh, it's funny, too, because I'm like... Yeah, I'm playing the dumb guy here, but uh, I remember when I was teaching, uh, when Occupy Wall Street was happening, and they covered that shit on Channel One often. Like it was covered a lot, yeah, like way more than I was expecting it to be. Where they would they would keep being like, "And this Occupy Wall Street." Now, if you guys don't know what Channel One is, but it's like news for kids. It's it's where yeah, I remember it's where uh, what's his name, Anderson Cooper got started, Lisa Lisa Ling. Ling got started there. Uh, from when we were in high school, yeah, Lisa was Ling yeah, was Anderson on when Cooper I was like... and Lisa Ling were both on there yeah. at the same time because I remember them, uh, and it was like holy shit, there they are! Like, and they they were reporting on that, like, and they were explaining to kids why that was happening in very very balanced terms. Yeah, it was holy like shit. it was like very very. It was really well done. That's good. Total tangent here, but I've always been convinced Lisa Ling is a U.S. spy. Because anytime someone falls into the hands of a foreign government on the grounds that they might have been a spy, and we send someone over to go get them, I'm like, oh, they were a spy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, her sister. Yeah. yeah. Or was it? it was was her it? Sister. Oh, it was her sister. Yeah. Yeah. They're whatever. They're both spies. But you know? fucking yeah, they're both spies. Fucking spies. spies. I don't. I don't like where this is going. I'm going to be honest. Why? No. Let's see, this is a road. Feels, no, no, no. Roll with just, this. Look, this it just a, feels weird. Why does it feel weird? We're going down. I don't want to get into it. I disagree. Oh, is it because you're 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 talking about her race? Stop. That's the Just thing. Stop. You're bringing oh, up her race. Andy. Stop. Why does Just it always stop. gotta be about okay, race? Why is Andy? what's happening? Look. <laughs> why did the Howard Dean scream break? I was trying to do intensity eagle anyway. Flies through. Can the room. I hear Howard Dean again? You sure can, Andy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I Samantha, just... you can't hear any of that, can you? I can't. Oh, that's a shame because that Howard Dean scream is one of the top five sounds of my lifetime. It's a great sound. Yeah, if you unless you think about what it did. Yes, you think about the negative aspects of it, and then it's like, oh, that's actually sad. What? Why were there were there consequences to that? I don't remember. No, what no happened? Did something happen? Yeah, nothing. Did something remember happen? The, remember when that was a gaff? <laughs> remember gaffs? Yeah. Remember when there was a. You know. Remember what, when no. there was a filter? You know what? People still. How was? Fucking Trump immune to gaffes. Like, how is he the only one? Because he was the no, only one. No, in, in, in fairness, Hillary Clinton was pretty immune to gaffes. W had some gaffes, and he too. was pretty immune to You remember gaffes. when was Hillary Clinton put out uh, an article called Seven Ways Hillary Clinton oh, is Just Like, like Your Abuela? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, so bad. Wow. Was that before or after just she was... Just say you won't deport people. 
That's all you got to do to win. And that by the war. way, side note, she wouldn't have deported people. <laughs> Just so the people that were like, nah, she, uh, she would have deported, okay, deported, deported some. Everybody, everybody. Okay, everybody. Okay, we wouldn't have what's going on now. That's all I'm saying. We wouldn't have, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. no, she like, would have. Anytime, like, I'd like to go back in time and anybody's like, you know, Hillary's just as bad. I'd like to be like, I am going to murder you. Yeah. I'm going to murder you so that you don't live anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. We were talking about the. There, there are like rumors or stories going around that Antifa has been labeled a, a terror group or a hate Politico group. Politico was, was reporting that uh, that they had a source that had confirmed it for them, but I, but the, I don't, as far as I know, there was nothing you know announced. Right. But the, but again, why would they announce that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, a press conference. They announced it with the Juggalos. Remember when they made the Juggalos a hate group? Ew. And the Juggalos are so anti-racist. Oh, man. The Juggalos might be our only hope right yeah, now. Yeah, that has... How's that for a twist in this story? <laughs> Seriously, I'm 2016, telling. we were all so scared of clowns. 2017, fuck off. The clowns are here to help. Yeah. 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 They, they're our wildlings. They're the only way. <laughs> we're, like, scared Michigan to bring them into the fold. Of, Michigan is north of the wall. Right? We're scared to bring them into the fold, but we're like, hey, we got these allies. <laughs> they're going to help us fight the villains. Fucking let's welcome to the fold. Welcome. Oh You're the Night's God. Watch now. Shaggy Two Giants Bane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it is important to point out that that hasn't been like that's not an actual thing. Like the Southern Poverty Law Center has not no done. Well, that. the other thing that I saw was that I, I also saw that like according to Politico, it was that uh, DHS and the FBI were saying that their activities were being classified as terrorist activities. But it's also like, that seems even worse, because then you can just say, well, anyone who was at this rally, maybe even just walking down the street is part of the problem. Yeah, that means that everybody at the Boston Marathon was a bomber or bomber adjacent <laughs> in the same things. If yeah. you're just like there, you know? Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't apply to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, But as everybody marching isn't doing violent activities. Well, yeah, but see, one is you know is is one one counts and the other doesn't don't you know how this works come on jeff <laughs> <laughs> ah the boston marathon was overrated that bomb <laughs> that bomb yeah every time everyone talks about that bomb i was like what fucking three people three look three. if the, that's like an average street in jerusalem any I, day i just want There's an average street in boston <laughs> i just want anyone who riots at a pumpkin festival would be classified as a terrorist wait Oh shit! That's right. That was a thing that happened. Yeah, because you ruined a nice pumpkin festival for families. What are you thinking? Come on. Why oh, would you be do honest, that? Though, fuck pumpkins. Yeah, fuck them. What the fuck? <clears throat> Is this the part where I hey. say fuck Halloween? <sighs> yeah, fuck Halloween. Halloween though. Hey, let's talk about Cornell West and what he said about Antifa. Yes, Samantha, do you want to take us through it? Sure thing. So Cornell West, um, he at, in Charlottesville, Cornell West and a bunch of other, you know, clergy, as in like super innocent people, were all like on the steps, I think at the city hall. And the the Nazis were like marching toward them. And Antifa groups got in between them and protected them. And he literally was like, he said, like, they would have been crushed like cockroaches without Antifa. And that they, that they literally saved their lives. He, he was like, we were just standing there singing this little, this little light of mine while the police did nothing to help. And the Antifa saved their lives from the, from the far right. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of Antifa's role mm -hmm. or, or not Antifa's role. That's, uh, that's kind of like, uh, I'm getting confused. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's but, every responsible citizen's yeah, it's role. It's kind of everyone's yeah, just... like, it should be everyone's <laughs> job to protect people from Nazis. Yeah, How do we not I, know this I, after I, seventy fucking years? Uh, did you did you read that? Uh, I think it was a Tumblr from a guy who was there, who was a part of the radical clergy, who was who said who posted this long thing about um, about how Antifa was was super helpful and protected them. But at the top, he put a TLDR, which just said. Hey, fellow Christians, if you're not willing to take a bat to the face from a Nazi, shut the fuck up about Antifa. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah well, that point. about sums it up. Pretty much. So is there anything else we, anyone else wants to say about Antifa? Anything either of you think people should know? I think, it, I, I feel like 
there's going to be something that's going to cause it to break. Something violent is going to happen, and like a cop is going to get injured. All right, and, bro, Stradamus. And that's going to be the thing. <laughs> I just wanted to sit on, on that for a while. Because yeah. huh? I look like a bro. Yeah, because you predict Stradamus. the future. Yeah, because I see, I predict the and that's what I think that's going to be it. I think it's going to be either a public figure or a cop is going to get injured by somebody that's, you know, using like a black block tactics or something like that. Like something is going to happen and that's going to be, oh no, that's just the end of V for Vendetta I'm thinking about. It also, it also, oh, sure, it also yeah. actually happened in American history during the labor movement. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And also Crispus Attucks' murder uh, during the Boston mm-hmm. Massacre. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's just how everything happens. It's just how it always yeah. goes yeah. down. Okay, yeah. well, well, bro diction. <laughs> solidified samantha what about you before we move on predictions for the future or yeah just anything <laughs> that antifa um i do see i do see more crackdown happening on the left organizing um and using antifa as an excuse um it's something that makes me a little nervous as a socialist organizer but i also see that like a lot of people like normal people are reacting and going out on the streets i mean there are forty thousand people in boston Right. Yeah. yeah. All of them saying right? at the same time, I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> but it's showing up. So, you know, props to them. I think it's great. And I think that people are um, people are also like opening up their minds more to the left and more to Antifa and these tactics and stuff. I think that people are like actually talking and thinking about this stuff, which is a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. I always think I think it's freaking me out, too, that there are so many people that not only are drinking the Kool-Aid on the right, but love the taste. Like oh, that's yeah. the thing that like is really like I, the madness to me where I'm like, how do you get it's like pod people to me? Yeah. Where I'm just like, how do you not think that removing children or people that have been here since children? This is the only country they know. You're removing them. How can you think this is a oh, good are idea? Are we talking about DACA? Yeah. yeah it's just I, like a, one of those. I things. almost asked everyone if we could do two episodes and do a DACA episode, too, because that is going to be a that is such a fucking disaster. It, it really is going to be such a human rights nightmare well people are going to die i i think that it's actually appropriate to to uh appropriate okay because of of who i am yeah okay uh (laughs) i think it's i think it's appropriate to uh to invoke uh you know to reference this the uh the daca rescinding on an episode uh, about antifa because uh We've been there before, too. You exactly. know, that's, that's the thing is that, like, it's so many fucking people, so many after after Inauguration Day being like, don't normalize this. This can't be normal. Don't normalize this. Mm-hmm. And it's like the minute you start turning on the front line of defense against this stuff, you are normalizing it. And that's right by, by, by legitimizing like like I have there's so many. I got it's such a war in my brain right now. Uh, I, but but yeah, DACA, oh, just is, right now. DACA well, is the same thing. It's it's the it's the purity shit. It's the xenophobia right. shit that yeah. Hitler brought in with fascism. And, and it's what, what, what I remember well, seeing too, and like the, a lot of the thought. I saw something that that kind of hit like when Twitter was talking about it, and right wing Twitter was basically. And I'll, and I'll read this quote because it's just so fucking evil. So DACA's like a parent stealing a bike, giving it to their child, and then pretending they should keep the bike because they've ridden it. Nope. And nope. I was like, nope. how nope. can nope. you be that dumb and evil at the same time to think all of those words, look at them down on your computer screen or at your phone, say, this is a good hot take, and then hit send. Like that combination of – like that's fucking evil. Yeah. That is taking people and comparing their lives to a stolen bike. Right. I was like that and like people they'll look at that. They what they'll do is uh, the right will not view them as human beings. They will view them as numbers and they will view them as and invaders or fucking or as, or, or as or, M&Ms as per fucking yeah. Skittles. Oh Trump yeah. Jr.'s bullshit yeah. tweet Skittles. Yeah. But and it, it's go on. I was going to say like fucking what do you think the Nazis did with the Jews? They called them rats. Yeah. Well, yeah, and when people like when you bring up the Hitler comparisons and people are always like hasn't killed the Jews Another, you know, correlation you can make if you read Trump's executive order about immigration, it calls for the construction of detention facilities yeah. on the border. Yeah. And it calls for using existing yeah. facilities on the border until we can build them. Well, here's How my question. How fucking close does it need to be before people are like, wow, 
This is some Hitler shit. Where are all the people that were freaking out about the fake FEMA camps on this? Yeah, thing? right. Exactly. Because yeah. that, that was a complete fabrication, and now it's really a thing, and they're not saying anything. Right. It's and insane. this back against the left is related too. Hitler went for the fucking communists and trade yeah. unions mm, first. Mm. The first they came poem. People need to yeah. fucking yes. read that thing <laughs> yes. because that thing is also, it's not about, it's not just about ideological socialism. It's about the anti-fascist fucking street fighting leagues that were part of the SDP and the Rotor League. Like th- that's what he, what, what he says when he says first they came for these people. He First he came for the people that were on the front goddamn line. Sorry. Now, I'm, I'm sorry. Fair. I'll stop screaming. I am a white guy. <laughs> well, here's here's so what's like, here's what's geez. interesting about that is there there's going to be a first they came for me version of Trump. Like there will be like we'll be able to apply that to Trump. And what especially the alt right in the more radical side of his base doesn't realize is they're next. Like he's coming for them next. Like his ultimate goal, it might be some Nazi shit, but he doesn't care about aligning with those people. They helped him get to where he is, and that's they've served their purpose. Like He needs to sacrifice them to make destroying the left look like the fair and balanced thing to do. I, but what also... What, I, I made a lot of predictions about Trump, and... <laughs> Two years ago, I said him deporting, he will sell mass deportations as opening up opportunities for black and Hispanic youth in really high crime, high poverty areas. And people were like, Trump is racist. He will never do that. And it was in his campaign pledges from the day he announced he was running for president. And now you see Sarah Huckabee Sanders in a a press briefing today and what does she, she say? She says that exact thing. DACA, those people are taking opportunities from black and Hispanic people. Mm-hmm. So what really bothers me about the right especially and their concern about socialism and the government coming for their shit, this is a massive transfer of wealth. This is taking an economy that a huge group of people have built in this country and snatching it out from under them and offering it to a different group of people. And he's still playing on racism to do that because there is insane amounts of racial tension Mm -hmm. between not just blacks and Mexicans, but especially uh, black people in high-crime neighborhoods and immigrants. Like, that is a huge flashpoint for racial shit. He's still playing on racial tensions. And I, I... I don't know. I, I, I don't it's know. very frustrating. I don't know if I agree, though, that he will sacrifice them because I think, I think He's he might. Got to. He might sacrifice. Well, because the thing is, too, Hitler is that, had to sacrifice the brown shirts. Well, yeah, but then he still kept the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, well, he still. Well, in in my version of it, the brown shirts are the alt right, and ICE is the SS. Well, but I also think that More I like think ice, that ice. I think that <laughs> you know he's you got. Fascists don't look the way they used to, you know. Yeah, you don't like like. Yeah, back now they in have the, haircuts that are like kind of swooping. Yeah, you would see back it. in the punk days, you just look for the red laces or the fucking you know shaved head with the you know with the, the screwdriver patch or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and now it's Richard Spencer, and they're not talking about you know the, the, it's it's about lip service and it's about rebranding. And so instead of saying, right. "Well, we need another Holocaust or whatever," he says, "We need uh, peaceful ethnic cleansing." Which bullshit, no such thing. Right. He's very much like the but Red Skull from Earth. I'm not. X. I'm not saying Trump <laughs> will move away from the policies or the ideas, but in name at least, he will yeah, distance yeah. himself I mean, from he, the alt right. Yeah. He doesn't have any choice. He'll distance himself from the worst ones. And it's part. Uh, but it's it's, but, it's part of the Hitler playbook. He kind of has be, to. There'll still be Jeff Sessions there. You know, there'll still be that right, kind right, of right. Asshole. Well, he'll get rid of the scarier element and the people who disagree with him, which at some <laughs> point will be both. Yeah. And yeah, I just I feel like though that side of his base doesn't realize they're next in this. Like his his a lot of what he's planning is going to it's not going to benefit those rural voters in Appalachia and places like that who got him into office. Yeah. Yeah. But on the bright side they all have the guns. So it... <laughs> Did you say... I'm sorry, I misheard. Did you say on the bright side? It was... Uh, it, I flashed the sarcastic okay. emoji when I did it. 
I do think that it's important what you're saying because it also brings up the point that I hear so often that pe- the argument that people make where they say, uh, for example, with uh, Milo uh, Yiannopoulos' uh, right. whole thing at Berkeley, when uh, when they say, well, if you protest them and you meet them in the streets, you're just giving them attention and that's what they want. You're giving them what they want. No, that's not what they want. They don't want focus on them. They don't want eyes on them. They want to be able to do these like right. power shifts and narrative shifts without anybody calling attention to their bullshit. And then they get legitimacy, and then they get power. That was while they're still yeah. using the slurs. They fucking cried in Boston. I don't yeah. think that's what they wanted. Yeah, no, exactly. They <laughs> well, I mean, people forget after that Richard Spencer face punch. What did dude, he? Say? He said we can't organize said, publicly. <laughs> we can't. We'll never succeed if we can't organize publicly. And it's like, yeah, fuck stick. That's why people are punching you. Yeah, they don't want yeah. you to. So here's a quick question, Samantha: Would you punch a Nazi if presented oh. the opportunity? I got to tell you, man, it's like, you know what I was saying, like, using good tactics, Yeah. you know? Like, I am a very good socialist, so if it's not the appropriate tactic in the moment to punch a Nazi, I won't. But let me tell you, if I get a chance where it's like, this is definitely materially the right thing to do, and I get to punch a Nazi, I'm going to be all about it. Yeah, I start I th- signing up for a class to learn how to do it real good. I feel oh, like I a... learned how to throw a punch. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm set there. I feel like especially if it's outside a protest situation, like if you just see a Nazi in like a store or something in like a that. store and you can Talk. give them a good kidney punch you? quick and then just flee the scene. I tell you, you know great. what? I'll find I'll, yeah. you go to their homes. <laughs> <laughs> you break in, you sit on their chest and you punch them in the face like in Double Dragon for the <laughs> Once you get them seven hearts. That's another thing. I do think that violence works better on a smaller scale than on the national press stage. Don't do it in front and of a so camera. If you, but this is what I'm saying. Like you read, If you talk to any punk rock scene in America or Europe from the last like, 20, 30 years, they will tell you, punching Nazis protected their spaces. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you, go, you go to a, a place like a punk show. Like, where why were no... Nazis still going to punk shows after <laughs> God, getting right? shit? Well, people at punk, punk concerts. Were you ever seen Green Room? They're just looking for a place yeah. where they can bully others. That's their whole thing. That's yeah. their whole ethos. Yeah, I, I like that I'm, cons- I'm, I'm constantly like, why are Nazis so popular again? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, my favorite movie last year was not completely anti-Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's well. Look, she had a Chelsea cut. Okay, she wasn't a yeah, completely. That's true. Sh- <laughs> and you know, up next we're gonna watch Romper Stomper, and uh, you know what? Just for fun, Green Street Hooligans. God, Green Room was so good. It was great. <laughs> what a good movie. Like, would you punch a Nazi in the situation? I know you're very anti-violence. I, I, but... Yeah. Well, I'm kind. Of, you know, I, again, I, it's a pragmatic thing, and and I agree with Samantha. It's you got to you got to weigh the situation. Um, I'm not going out and looking for it because I'm a coward. But if presented with the opportunity, uh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I'll lay Chris Cantwell out. You should get one of them little uh, souvenir baseball bats. Sorry, I just communicated a direct threat to a specific person. Let me go ahead and rescind that. Have uh, you ever listened to any of these podcasts? <laughs> the Monday show should be called the direct threat to specific people podcast. <laughs> Ooh, that's my show. Yeah, but you know what? Just for being on this podcast, I might be classified a terrorist soon. So if I get doxxed... Um, Oh, god damn it! I keep hitting the wrong button. Uh, don't they have great nicknames though? Based Derek? Spartan, Baked Alaska. Are these alt right <laughs> nicknames? Yeah, or, uh, I already got pepper sprayed, and they kept calling them Baked Baked Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying. Ikea I love, Berserker. I'm loving the the new Drunk Ohio. These um, when Nazis are doing videos where they cry now. Oh, really into so that, right? Yeah. So great. Do you like a sensitive fascist? We did. We filed the permits. We did everything we're supposed to do. Yeah, except not be a Nazi, yeah, idiot. Yeah, you know what you, you did. You missed do? that part. That's a big step. Don't be a Nazi. That's the thing. We hey, you guys called us Nazis. What were we supposed to do? I don't know. Recognize yeah. that being a Nazi is a shitty thing and not do it. Yeah. Yeah. That word was like super shitty two years ago. <laughs> right. And now people are like, it's fine. Call us that. Go ahead. Nobody should ever say, go ahead, call me a Nazi. Like, that's not a thing that you should be like, I'm fine with it. Right, right. But they are. I mean, they're like, we're not the Nazis. It's like, you are. Yeah. You are. You are. You, 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 the Nazis didn't have frog memes, but they would have if that fucking frog was there. Oh, you want to go down a, a really great rabbit hole, look into the, the, 
the guy that the, created the the, the 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 mythological significances of the of the Pepe the Frog. Man. That guy, that guy, not the guy a, that created. He it. won a lawsuit against. Him. Oh yeah, because he's yeah. he's not on that on that side at all. He killed Pepe in a comic strip. He was it like him. when Pucci died? Comic book day. Was it like when Pucci died and, and he... Scaramucci? <laughs> That's why no one's heard from him. Scarapucci. Can we call, Killed by the way, both. Scaramucci had a great nickname, the Mooch. The Mooch is great. Uh, every, like, Sarah Huckabee Sanders does not have a nickname yet, and I nominate Shucks. Can we call Holy her Shucks? Holy shit, that's great. That's shucks perfect. is great. I want to make it happen. Hashtag Shucks. Can we make this happen? Hashtag Shucks. And, right. let's, and you know what? Ask her if you can borrow her copy of The Iron Giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tweet at Sarah Huckabee Sanders and ask if you can borrow her copy of The Iron Giant. <laughs> I am Assuming gonna... she has a Twitter. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So and let's... if not her, Nikki Haley. Oh, gosh. Sarah Huckabee is at Sarah Huckabee. S-A-R-A-H-H-U-C-K-A-B-E-E. There is a blue check mark. It's her. And she's 110,000 followers, so you might not get all your mentions slipped through, but give it a try. Ask her if you can borrow. Ask ask at Sarah Huckabee if you can borrow her copy of The Iron Giant. Yes, please. Uh, Yeah, this was fun. We're probably not going to do comments because last week's episode sounded like it was recorded in a garbage can. What were the comments about that? Well, we did have. I tweeted one of the comments we had that said, uh, "Where'd it go?" Oh, is it the one? Oh, I like how un- it's up, up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like- Dave T says, "I like how Unpops can release a pod that sounds like it's been recorded in a garbage can, and it still beats everything else." You're goddamn right, Dave T. We're really good at this. Hell yeah, Lo-Fi Garage. And, and let's just go with Thassos uh, Frangescu, who says, "I like how with the sound quality, all of Jeff's voices sound exactly the same." Yeah, sounded. It was just you going. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. That hurt my voice. Yeah, that hurt my throat. You got to stretch. You got to do humming exercises. I'm not going to do any of that. An hour. No, car, sounds. You... I don't like any of that. You have to go up and down. Anyway, we should get out of here. Get go. out of here. Go read some shit. Hey, we have things to plug. Like tonight, Glendale, seven thirty p.m. Alex Theater. Alex Theater, free show. Alex Schmidt's going to be there. John Fahey's going to be there. Carrie Martin, Chet Wild, Andy Sell is dropping in. Oh, what? Doing comedy for the first time in a long time. It's been a minute. Coming out of retirement. Come I'll be <laughs> I'll be there to sign shit. Jeff May will be there. If you guys are buying shit. Uh, I'll sign it. I guess we can tell people this. Portugal the Man will be there. They're not performing. But they did tweet. That we know of. That we know. Well, <laughs> I, I am trying to get one of them to go up and do a thing, but could it would be a comedy a co- thing. Could they do a cover of Nazi Punk's Fuck Off? Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they'll be uh, hanging out in the audience, so come out to that. It's a free show, and uh, if you're listening to this after the day it goes up, come to the show on the 20th, which will also be fucking good times. These will be Samantha, do you have anything to plug? I do. Uh, the podcast that I'm on, the Marxist one, we, we recently did a couple episodes on the black box tactics and like about tactics in general. Nice. I recommend checking it out. Synergy-studios.org. The podcast is called Propaganda. Propaganda? Mm-hmm. That's a good name for a podcast. I like that. Is there an exclamation point at the end? There is not. There should be. Yeah, there should be. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, Hey, it's just what I do. It's just well, what yeah. I do. High five. Hi. Creative consultant. <laughs> um... All right. Anything else? Where can people find you on uh, Twitter and things? Uh, at Comic Wisdom, which at. is incidentally the name of my website, Comic Wisdom. And also go to unpops.com. Samantha built it. I did. Uh, Andy Sell, what do you got to plug? Uh, tonight at the Alex Theater right? in Glendale, California. I, I don't have much else to plug. I, I'm working on some stuff. I've got some stuff in the works. Uh, you fucking better. But I don't. You better deliver tonight. I, oh, gosh. Fucking Jerk. I was just speaking generally. <laughs> yeah, F&J. Specifically tonight. Um, yeah, I've got some stuff I'm working on uh, that maybe will be a thing yeah. to promote later. Soon. Yeah. 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 Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. Jeff, what do you got to plug, you big stupid dummy? Mint on Card is the second Friday of every month, which means Friday the 8th. That's two days from now. At beautiful Blast from the Past on Magnolia, I will be performing. It's a free show. Uh, it's a great show. It's a it is show. a wonderful really, show. Really, really great show. How great is it that we get to run the free shows in like right? really great venues? Right. Like how it's lucky great. do we get? 
Yeah. That kind of blows my mind. We're not begging for time at a club and trying to rent out a room. Yeah. We get the fucking best spots for free. It's because uh, we're really good at comedy. Really, really, really great <laughs> show um, lined up. Uh, special guests including Tom Ryman, formerly of Unpopular Opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that should be hit, bring him up to that credit. <laughs> well, did you formerly say of the Unpops podcast. Uh <laughs> It's uh, uh, special drop-ins from Adam Todd Brown and Quincy Johnson. We're going to get those in before we go to the West Side Theater at 11 o'clock or 11.30. For Darkest Hour. For Darkest Hour. So we're going to do it like kind of a cleanish show at 7.30. And then we're going to go the, do as dark as we possibly can. Go get super racist. Don't get, don't get racist with the baby AIDS. <laughs> don't. Don't. What? Don't Nothing. what? Gonna get racist, Andy oh, Sale. Oh gosh! Oh, it's gonna get racist. Please don't, guys. Please, we're gonna get racist. Oh Samantha. my God! Why is this happening? Come on, where you where you from? Where you from? China? <laughs> no, can I'm I, sorry, I was uh, way off on that one. Can I? I would like to promote something more. Actually. Oh, oh God damn it! Fuck. I right. forgot. I want to promote uh, accountability in your media consumption. <laughs> Uh, take a media literacy class. Read some articles from viewpoints that you don't uh, that don't necessarily confirm your bias, uh, and uh, and you know look for dissonance. You know, it's a oh, really so... really good piece of advice I give people in that way. Read foreign publications. Yeah, read the fucking Economist to find out about what's happening in the United States because they don't give a shit <laughs> about your political affiliation. They will tell you if your president is being a piece of shit. Because that who doesn't think our president's being a piece of shit? The people who voted for him. I don't know. Oh, but let's get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Kill Nazis with a tank grenade. Strong dismount. We're doing good. We're really, there it is. we're killing it. Samantha, say goodbye. Bye. Andy Sell, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Samantha Clark rookie card, everybody. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.